0: Welcome, everyone. Welcome back, I should say. Because, hopefully, you listened to episode zero. If not, and you want to learn some more about us, go back, listen to episode zero. (laughs) Okay? That's all all I have to say that. Anyways, welcome. Uh, I am Z, and this is my co-host, Strig.
1: Hello, I'm Stridge. Hello.
0: Strig, Stridge, we covered it last time. Go back.
1: Yeah, it's just... But it's just, it happens so much. It's just, you know, I accept it.
0: Okay. Um, today is an episode we teased last time, and it's the Strizzy Tie and the Leitner. The Lighter, not Leitner.
1: Lighter. Yeah. Not Jurgen Leitner, the bitch ass. Um,
0: <laughs> He's a bit of a bitch, if we're honest.
1: I, I should pull up the entire rant just to make fun of you.
0: No, do not edit in the entire rant, okay? Okie dokie. So, welcome, everyone. We're going to talk about, um, well, the name that Strig here got, the animal that Strig here got his name from. Yeah. And sure. something that I stole from uh, Monkey DM, that is, Monkey DM with a, with, where the zero's an O. No, the O was a zero. Sorry. I stole it from him. Same so mistake he made last. He has, he has all that. That's all that.
1: So, if you're interested in um getting the stamp block in a bit more detail, um, under the post that we'll be creating about this, uh, or at least the teaser or maybe the um, not probably probably like the episode announcement post. Episode. Uh, we will be linking, yeah, we will be linking to uh, monkeyDM's Instagram account.
0: yep, just well, I'll probably like tag him on the image of the lighter dragon. and yeah. Yeah, uh, so basically, all the credit goes to him. Amazing work. His ideas are a little chaotic, but lovely.
1: Honestly, but, you know, what's a little chaos when you can have wonderfulness?
0: Um, Yeah, we're talking about the lighter dragons, and we already talked about how it's monkey DMs, not ours. We just stole it, and now we fit it into our world. So, you know. Okay. First, let's go over some basic lore for um let's do strigitus because you know they're our original creation so i feel like going over basic lore is a good idea
1: putting me on the spot okay so the strigidae are very wonderful creatures um if you take a look at them you'll notice that they are pretty much identical to ferrets except for the fact that they have a very very large pair of wings um and these wings are typically those of an owl um we do have a wonderful little itty-bitty thing. More right here, saying. Distantly related to owlbears, Strigidae Strigidae are small, flying ferrets with wings and senses like an owl's. They're often scavengers and exceptional thieves of the animal kingdom. They often are associated with rogues through their kleptomaniacal tendencies. And, um... Yeah, that's actually um, what we came up with when... Or what my friend came up with, um... Our friend, who that, yeah. we are
0: hoping to get here, as a guest. We're hoping to get her. We get them as a guest.
1: Yeah, sometime. Um, and yeah, they're just they're just funky little babies. Um, funky
0: little guys.
1: They're very cute, uh, but extremely annoying, considering their yearn for tiny stuff and also eggs.
0: Eggs. They love eggs. Eggs. Egg. Egg Egg, egg (laughs) and shiny. Egg. Just egg. Egg and shiny. They are, like the lore says, kleptomaniacs. Um, A couple of things that I've kind of, you know, built based off of that mini patch of lore right there is, um, again, very closely related to rogues and they are familiars, so arcane tricksters quite a lot. You will probably see, like, the head of a thieves guild will probably have a pet strigetite. A pet strigetist. Because they are very useful scouts and thieves. They're very good at stealing shit. Since, you know, that's what they're built for. Um, owls, again, are... This is just basic facts. While they're the slowest flying bird, they are you're the quietest flying bird. So, you know, it's a give and take relationship with that. But they're, they're fucking ferret owls. They're, they're quiet. They're quiet. Um,
1: and they're funky little babies you can't forget that you can never forget that they
0: are fun they are funky little babies which makes them adorable they're very adorable um but they, they're funky little babies i'll give that one to script um so yeah it, it'll usually be the mascot for the thieves guild i i could imagine a thieves guild or two having a mascot having a search type be a mascot
1: well, um, um, not only not only are they cute, they're also very sneaky, fitting in with their, uh, you know, affiliation with rogues. Quite high dexterity on these on these little 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 guys, little guys, little
0: guys. Yeah,
1: they're and even the in best. Mm-hmm, even in situations um, where mm-hmm. they, you know, they can't exactly stealth through all the way. Um, they're just so goddamn cute, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, they have decent stealth, you know, that goes decent dexterity, but they're also you know good at stealth. They're built for stealth. They are not the strongest of animals, considering they're ferrets mixed with owls. Not that strong. Rats can't weigh more than... I mean, an egg could weigh about, like... What, what do you think's the heaviest an egg could weigh?
1: Okay, uh, well, there's these funny little an- animals called ostriches. Um, oh,
0: ost I, I don't want to imagine ostriches ostrich just grabbing an ostrich egg because I'm pretty sure an ostrich egg would be bigger than that.
1: Let's see. Oh, yeah, one and a half kilograms. Mm-hmm.
0: I think. Okay, again, we're American, so could we please change that to American?
1: Oh, um, yeah! How how convenient. There's actually something on Google uh, where it's like, "What's the weight of an ostrich egg in kilograms? How much does an ostrich egg weigh in pounds?" Uh, around three pounds. Three pounds. You I see. think that'd be so funny because the strigidae, the strigidae would be like around the same. Like if you were to curl it up,
0: mm-hmm. like it would
1: probably fit inside of that egg.
0: Yeah, probably. Like a, like a full-grown strigidae too. Not. Yeah. Uh, not a baby.
1: I love, I love how he constantly messes up the pluralization.
0: I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like a full grown one could fit, in, if curled up, fit inside of an ostrich egg. I, I could easily imagine it. So like,
1: honestly, I feel like if they were to get hand of an ostrich egg with still being alive, which would be, I would be scared of that. This. Um, but they would probably love it. Cause it's first off oh, a yeah. big egg. First off, egg. egg. Second off, big egg. Um, third off, they can fit inside of it. They can lick the inside clean. And you know have it as a little, 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 home. little damn thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. That just gave me a, a wonderful idea. Oh, oh, my God. Please do spit. Like, um, you know hermit crabs, right?
1: Oh, okay.
0: A <laughs> Ostrichotide gets an ostrich egg, um, manages to escape the mother ostrich. Uh, I'm assuming across water. I don't know how ostriches work, but I'm going to assume that our Strigitus could fly over the water faster than the ostrich can catch the Strigitus. I know ostriches are fast, but I don't think they can run on water. So, I mean, they could probably swim. But I feel they like could probably
1: swim. If a Strigitus could get it like up into a tree, then, you know.
0: yeah, then they're good. I imagine this is just, like, I imagine this is a wild Strigitus. Mm-hmm. just cracking open the top of the egg and eating all the bits of it you know licking it clean and then they make the hole big enough for their head to fit through um but they don't make it too wide this is not again strategists are not wise necessarily they aren't dumb but they're not the wisest of um so imagine him getting his head stuck in there while eating it because you know again while eating it and like trying to crack it open, and just breaks it open and uses half of the shell as kind of like a covering for it to go inside of whenever it wants to go to sleep, but it can pop its head out and kind of walk around with a giant ostrich egg on its back.
1: It's like one of those one of those little cat burrows, but mobile.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the treasure tie. Uh, that's some little bits of lore, little bits of funky ideas. They can carry a lot. They are thieves. And they are in the wild as well. They are familiars, but they can also be found in the wild. Just like any familiar, they can be found everywhere. Um, Where do they normally live? Have we established that yet? I don't think we've necessarily
1: established that, but I think probably somewhere more wooded, you know what I mean? Kind Mm of general owl, general, you know, like ferret sort of living locations, but also maybe more like jungle like areas, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so, like, they have trees. Trees. <laughs> uh, yeah, because trees, Owls trees. and ferrets love trees. But, you know, they have a tree area. Um, Strigitai, based on where they want to live, probably they, they could probably choose between tree or ground. The smartest option would be in tree, if we're honest. Um, smartest option would be in tree, but then there are animals that are bigger than them in the trees. Speaking I of feel Irish, like they're
1: so mobile that they can, um, they're so mobile that it really doesn't exactly matter. Because not only are they nimble um, on the ground, but they can also fly.
0: Yes. But imagine this. A falcon is, goes up to a strigidus. Who do you think is going to oh win? The falcon or the strigidus?
1: Well, the strigidus actually, um, it has a lot more ground mobility so, like, it could go in between trees and stuff. If the falcon doesn't get it, it can probably run away and hit in a burrow of some sort.
0: Yeah, you're right. Now, I want you to imagine, open field, falcon, Strigitus. Who's winning? Oh, probably the falcon. <laughs> <laughs> a Strigitus, while fast and nimble, and very clever, will lose in a full-on fight against the falcon. Just just how it is. Um, but mm-hmm. our other friend who we're talking about today, the lighter dragon, is a little different. Uh, the lighter dragon in the Monkey DM's lore, I'm gonna add on to it a little bit and like you know, just mold it a little bit. They are not they're a mystery to the magical world, pretty much. No one knows how they come to exist. They just know that they do is how it is described in monkey DMs. Small little lore segment. I like to think that lighter dragons are the culmination of a messed up, like as in like didn't succeed, Draco Lich spell. Because a Draco Lich spell, uh, if you don't already know, a Draco Lich can be achieved by killing a bunch of dragons and just making a lich version of a dragon is what a Draco Lich is. And the dragon has to continuously kill things and able to charge his flack I imagine if they messed up the ritual to making a Draco Lich, or if they did it on a wormling instead of an adult dragon, because it, it is required to be an adult when performing the Draco Lich spell. But if they did it on a wormling or a young dragon, I imagine a lighter dragon coming out of that. Because the key detail about lighter dragons is they don't fucking die. No one knows why, no one knows how. They have one health, so they'll fall unconscious easy, but they will not die. They also only do one damage. So they aren't very effective combat-wise, but they also can't die. So uh, many, like, you'd think wizards wouldn't take this. They're not effective in combat, but they are on the same level of stridge type. They aren't effective in combat, but they also don't die. So I'm assuming arcane tricksters and just generally more conniving wizards would use a lighter dragon or a for their familiar. Because lighter dragons can also dupe off a flame that lights things on fire. Be it a candle, a torch, just lights small things on fire. So strichetai and lighter dragons... They are the best of buds, but also not. Lighter dragons are more arcane focused, you know, dragon magic kinda connects more. Um And yeah, I, I feel they're kinda just they're funky little guys, not as funky as Friggetide. They are technically dragons, they're part of the dragon family. Which gives me a weird idea. Oh no. Bye.
1: It doesn't involve smaller dragons, such as pseudo dragons.
0: No, well, a little bit, but also no. You know, cobalt, so, right?
1: Is this okay? So, quick question: Is this something we're gonna need to cut out? Um, how concerning no. is this idea?
0: It's, um, it's not okay. super concerning. If we're not gonna need to cut it out, it's more adorable than concerning. Okay, um, good. But lighter dragons, so cobalt, cobalt have one aspect about them that's pretty big. They generally pray to a dragon. Okay. I just had an idea of a small, like a kobold group that pray to the unkillable lighter dragon, just odd unkillable lighter dragon that they found. They give it gold pieces to keep it there and to please their new God, pretty much. A lighter dragon is their God. A lighter dragon's unkillable, so it's easy to interpret as godlyhood. So it's just a bunch of adorable little kobolds praying to an adorable little dragon. It could be like a Boy Scouts group... Oh my god, they gave me an idea for the 90s campaign.
1: Okay, okay, I love love the (laughs) act of lore-making.
0: Okay, what if... Now hear me out. You know Boy Scouts? Boy Scouts usually... And get like bear, eagle, cub kind of stuff. They are, they're still like Boy Scouts, but like <laughs> their symbol instead of being whatever, like a, a tree, a fucking tree. No one wants a tree, could be a small lighter dragon. And depending on the town you're from, or depending on the level of how old you are, you get a different color. Get a different color lighter dragon.
1: Oh, that's it's wonderful.
0: just an adorable little thing. And you can use the same age progression that pseudo dragons uh, use, because I also imagine them being like distant co- cousins to pseudo dragons. So, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I do, I do, I yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just had an idea. I just had ideas about these adorable little guys, which is actually the point of this. I don't know why. I'm sorry about that. So we've now established both of them and their lore. Uh, at least bits of their lore and ideas about them. So, these two adorable little guys both live in forests because they do exist in the natural world. So, that means that they interact with each other. Now, and Drake. Uh, I feel like I
1: feel like this is a conveniently wonderful place to go on our little little mid-roll break. You know what I mean?
0: job. Yeah, mid-roll break. Probably no. Um. I'll see you guys when you come back for the second half. Hello everyone who's still here. Thank you for watching this far. This is like probably around like half of the listening time. But thank you for, wa- for listening this far. I hope you're having fun. Um, you are all very important to us, me and Strig. If we're honest, I have very little to no idea what's going on here. So we're trying our best and we're very glad that you are here, you're listening, uh, whether you be a friend who's listening to, you know, help a friend out, or you be someone who found us uh, just through the social media webs. If you found us that way, thank you for coming, and I hope you stick around for the second half of this. Um, So yeah, thank you all for existing, everyone, that includes guys, girls, and everyone who doesn't care about the system. I'll let you get back to listening. Oh my god, why'd you send me a bunch of ferrets?
1: I ran because I was like, as we were talking about the Strich and I, I, we, I ran into like two ferret videos, two, three ferret videos.
0: Uh, welcome back everyone. I know have a cat. If you can hear purring in the background, that's the cat. Um. Hi, kiss baby. Okay. So.
1: To me or the cat or the viewers?
0: I was talking to the cat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. I, actually, I all of viewers our viewers you're not are <laughs> all of our viewers are officially piss babies. That's that's what we're gonna call them. You know, it's, <laughs> no, it's, You know, don't call our like viewers a piss bunch of, babies. Like how a bunch of podcasts have names for their viewers. Yeah, the, these people are the piss babies because they no. have chosen to to listen to this.
0: No, no. <laughs> you're not the piss babies. Okay, you're the abyss. You we we'll just call you to
1: be piss babies. And the abyss piss. Oh,
0: no, not piss, the- no. <laughs> Okay, we've returned. Hi, viewers. Okay.
1: Oh, no, I'm gonna leave that in. You trust I- me, I know I'm you gonna are. leave that part in. I know you You can't are. just be like, okay, hey, viewers, welcome back. <laughs> like, no, you can't expect me not to leave that in. That's, you know?
0: Okay. Hello, viewers. Welcome back to the show. You're gonna hear all of that. So this is like my third time saying welcome back. Um, where are we left off? We were about to start our in interactions. You know, because we were. That's that's what was gonna happen. Simple. Um, so I think the first place mm-hmm. we should start. And I know I've been talking mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna let uh, Strig here wow. Putting me talk spot. a little more. I don't want to steal the whole show. It is not just my podcast. If it was just me, this podcast would not be happening. So. Hey. I'm just saying. Um. So, the first thing we're going to cover is... Probably, yeah, I feel like, um... Light um, of Dragons, they, stri- there, they strike me as...
1: Yeah, dire. dude They kind of strike me as, like, kind of jungle jungle kind of living in more densely wooded areas. Lots of protection. Also... Yeah, yeah, probably plenty of moisture would be wonderful for them, so they don't burn the entire thing down and die themselves. They don't yeah, die. Do the
0: no, they don't die. They'll just burn the forest down around them,
1: and then they'll flee to a jungle where they can't burn it down.
0: Oh um, yeah,
1: but yeah. Uh, so and the thing about that is, uh, I assume. I mean, they feel like very, very meat eaters. You know what I mean? Small yeah, pieces of meat, acorns, sure. small. Actually, probably more omnivorous.
0: Oh yeah, they they would eat both. In
1: the art, they are eating.
0: Yeah, yeah. In the art, they're eating the top half of an acorn.
1: Yeah. Well, I think actually that's a whole acorn. You just cop. You just cropped it weirdly. Okay. Shh. Silly, silly lighter dragon. Now, why in are the you teezer. eating the acorn hat?
0: Why are you that's eating the acorn the hat? The you silly,
1: you silly, silly little lighter dragon. Why are you eating an acorn hat? That's not what you eat, buddy. The nuts on the bottom. Yeah but yeah they're kind of um i mean in this universe they're omnivorous um so you know small stuff berries and occasionally um if they can get them i'm sure they would love eggs especially smaller eggs of yeah. uh, smaller birds Definitely like smaller eggs uh, uh, i, I don't think but not me i got to stab myself with the night uh, I- is this gonna be like a once per episode kind of thing Take that as a yes. I don't know. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm just playing with my knife. Oh, are you? Did you just take that much time to like process that? I was like, "Is this going to be a once per episode thing?" Because there was a solid like ten seconds of lag on my side, or this <laughs> blank space from you. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But if you remember anything, uh, small, maybe rast. Small bugs. Maybe rats. If they can get their hands on them, or you know, significantly smaller creatures. But, um, if you've taken any notice to what we've said about the strigidized uh diet previously, uh, you know that they would they would share a uh, very common thing with small rodents and eggs and maybe even bugs, and so that's where you come in with interactions now because of that. Uh, sometimes. Considering that both of them live in very heavily wooded and almost, you know, foresty, jungleish, rainforesty areas, um, they would most likely find find each other at some place. So say that they were going for, let's say, just a little nest of small eggs. Um, likely, they would run into each other.
0: So, uh, you know, lighter dragons and stretchy Uh, generally, their diets cross paths a lot, so, uh, an idea I I at least had was, since they're in a jungle, birds live in a jungle. They both like eggs. Kind of crosses, you know? (laughs) Um, and because of this, you know, development, that birds live in a jungle, birds have eggs, they both like eggs. You know, not a recent development, but a development nonetheless. I've had ideas of just, uh, ostrichetai going to sneak up on an egg and kind of, like, Getting into a stance to swoop down, jumping, and then a lighter dragon just takes the egg right before the Strijtai, the Strigitai can get there. And Strijtai need to be stronger to survive, so are stronger than a lighter dragon when it comes to combat. But a lighter dragon doesn't die; it just falls unconscious. So, as such, the lighter dragon will lose the battle, but have a grudge against the Strijtist, against the Strigitai over a family, you know, something like that, or just not like strygitized, which is a common thing. But there are also times where a, probably just a very smart uh, strygitist or a highly intelligent lido dragon will realize that they eat the same food, they hunt the same things. What if, what if, instead of them fighting each other, they more work together, and that is an interjection I've also had in my head. Just maybe it's like an adolescent uh, Strigitus and a laner dragon. Adolescent Strigitus work the same way that owls do. Strict, like when it comes to family matters, they work the same way owls do. You can fly, go make a family. So an adolescent Strigitus uh, will probably be alone for the most part. So, if an adolescent finds a lighter dragon, they, I imagine them working together more than fighting each other. Um, out of a need for survival, and also the fact that, you know, animal friendships. What do you think, Strig?
1: Even then, even without, like, uh, what am I going to say? That's the real question. Um. <laughs> but kind of, uh, let's see, thinking about those two interacting, sometimes they could be going for the same food. Or sometimes uh, it could be that the lighter dragon sees a Strydus hunting, you know, for something smaller like a bird, mm-hmm. uh, and decides to help out a little bit as, you know, might be a little bit more intelligent, as you said. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the Strigidus is like, yo, that's cool. Yeah. Bruh, you can <laughs> shoot fire? <laughs> Bruh. Fucking stoner himbo Strigidus moment.
0: <laughs> oh no, that just gave me an idea. That's not <laughs> oh, even a good oh, or <laughs> bad idea.
1: It's, it's just, just an, an idea.
0: idea. Oh, um, please do spell. You know bugbears.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You know Aarakocra. Uh-huh. So either or. It, I, I don't care. It has to be one of these two, though. A bugbear mm-hmm. flavored like a Strigitus, who's just the definition of a himbo. But his right. wings are small. His wings are small yes. size. So we can't fly. Or a Aarakocra flavored like a Strigitus, Who's and the reason why he can fly is because his wings are fucking huge. <laughs> his wings are just huge, um, which is why because Eric Cocker walks slower on the ground. So his wings are just huge, and he's just a little guy. Um, he's not a himbo, but he's like the nerd, is what I imagine. He's just like a nerdy kid. Um,
1: okay, but something you forgot completely is um, owl folk.
0: Owl folk exist. I'm a dumbass. He's just like a
1: very fuzzy owl folk.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, That's fantastic. Um, But yeah, I I think Shukhtai and Lightner can work together really well. But at the same time, they could be the biggest of adversaries. Like, huge rivals. They generally work for the same people uh, if they're summoned. Like, Arcane Tricksters will summon both of them. Because Lighters are really good scouts because they don't die but strichetai are so sneaky it doesn't matter if they if they can die or not they generally won't get caught so i could see some rivalries brewing or i could see them becoming best friends i don't know why the sound two best friends in a room they might kiss just pop into my head that hurts me so much
1: Oh no, that's like that's like that's like the internet spin-off version of, of that kid's book that we were thinking about.
0: Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> um <laughs> Tell about the kids book, Strig. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So we had a, a
1: small little idea for for a kid's book in the nineties campaign, um, where it'd be like a lighter, dragon, and a strigidus, uh working together as sort of like a um, you know, an unusual friend sort of situation.
0: hmm. Uh, And it would be like a book series, kind of like there's all all sorts of fucking book series um, for little kids nowadays. And it would be like a picture book series um, where they are just existing in the world and kind of like figuring things out. Like, I could easily imagine it being a big thing in the 90s uh, of our world. Because again, of, of the Glassbreakers world. Because again, there's interactions in this world that I have still not come up with a name for. Um, mm-hmm. but in this mm-hmm. world throughout time. It's not just set in one era, era. It is interactions throughout all of time, generally. And I could I could see a lot um, I could see a lot of chemistry between a, strategic, a strategic and a lighter dragon. Because lighter dragons, as soon as I saw them, I was like, that's adorable. But can also be used so dangerously, because lighter dragons are kleptomaniacs as well. Except they aren't. They don't collect a lot. They, they, they. Never mind. They're not kleptomaniacs. They just have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> they hyperfixate on one single thing, and that it, which is their gold piece generally. Because lighter dragons have a hoard. Their hoard is generally a single gold piece or a single item, a single item that they find valuable. So, I could imagine them just like, okay, this is my item. And staring at it for hours on end. Just hours on end, I can imagine. So,
1: yeah, I think the real takeaway from this is that uh, Lido Dragons and Shri-Jedi, uh they're usually rivals, and honestly, if they come together, and if they do work together, um, it really depends on circumstance. Yeah.
0: Because they are they're naturally made enemies um they are just by circumstance they're made enemies yes so a lot of their interactions do depend depend on circumstance um lighter dragons i could imagine and again they are made both of them uh are again closely related to owlbear owlbears and strigetai are both monstrosities they are a mixture of two animals that have been popularized or have that have been used and sent off to the wild. Or escaped, containment, you know, SCP stuff. Something like that. That's what a Strigitis is. Light and Dragons are arcane mysteries in and of themselves. No one knows how they came to be, just that they did come to be. And I'll probably have it in my world that after uh, Glasstooth breaks the weave, that's when they came to be. That's probably how it's going to happen in my world.
1: Dropping the, dropping the real, real heavy stuff right here, aren't we? Shh.
0: Everyone, my players that's listening, because I know you're listening. I know you're here. At least hope you I mean, you know, listen. Um, but every single one of you, shh, don't meta game. I trust you, but shh, don't do it. Don't meta game. Um, but after Glass Tooth breaks the weave, I imagine that's when lighter dragons come to play, come into existence. So yeah that, that that's a couple interactions I thought of do you have any uh, interaction ideas that you can think of Strig um no
1: nothing I can uh, okay. think of that I already um, haven't said
0: <laughs> yeah um again there there's there so much that can be done with these two um the second that I saw the lighter dragon I was like that's adorable and then I brought it to Strig I just showed it because it was adorable Strig brought the idea what if they existed together um also um
1: that's how we got the idea for this podcast yeah
0: uh it was the thing that sparked this um just the idea of being able to describe the world um oh my god i just figured out a name for our listeners oh so you know tough Torn, right Mm -hmm. um tough Torn, for everyone who doesn't know because you guys probably don't know uh unless you're one of our friends or in the D&D group Tuffthorn is our birdman. Tuffthorn recently went to the library. Uh, did you ever come up with a name for the library? I did not. So right now it's just the library, and you guys are just readers. You guys are readers from the library. This is all information that I could imagine going into this library, because the library is just a fount, just a place of knowledge, pure knowledge. And it's it's fun to connect things to the game world.
1: Or maybe not necessarily readers.
0: Um, they could be scholars. Scholars, yeah. Some scholars.. Um, that's what I think you guys are. Welcome scholars. There's more interactions, and if you guys can think of anything, uh, again, there will be an announcement post on our Instagram, which is what?
1: Lower top table dump. No spaces, Nothing else between that. Just lower top table dump.
0: No capitalization either. It's just one big old word. Mm-hmm. um you'll and we will probably uh, announce teasers um whenever we're there's an episode and whenever we finish recording an episode we'll announce a teaser whenever we release the episode we'll do a little release post saying here we sent out episode whatever this will be episode one the street and the lighters but you know and um do you have an idea for episode two, Strig? Uh, I really okay. don't. Any um, ideas you have? thinking of a couple. Um, so one thing that is more glanced over than anything else in campaign world is how the world came to be. Um, so since we're doing it based off of that world, I think a nice little idea, at least, uh, would be to introduce some of the starting factors of the world because in my world i didn't personally make any gods but every god is allowed so generally as a rule i have for homebrewing if you can think of a god from any mythos then i will generally find a way to fit it into the world every god exists at all times pretty much except for in the 90s campaign when they faded out i do have homebrew gods for that but the gods are just manifestations, different manifestations of the same thing. So um, they do exist separately. Like uh, Sin dealt with mortal affairs, and met a couple of the gods. One that we that I liked the most was when Sin met Thor. Oh
1: yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a lovely episode. I had to apologize profusely to Thor just because you know interpretation. Uh, the yeah. A little himbo Oh uh, Well, a um, little
1: himbo is an understatement. Uh, you made Thor uh, very himbo
0: He's the god of lesbians, okay? A, a very,
1: <laughs> uh, kind of tumbler-ish interpretation of Thor.
0: He, he is... Okay, I, I, I may have. So I apologize profusely already. Thor spoke about other gods in, like, different separate pantheons, one of them being Zeus. Um... And now that I'm saying this, there is thunder above me. I am terrified. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. my. So, um, yeah. Uh, Thor spoke about Zeus because parts of their pantheon are shared. Uh, parts of their, like, the general domain they control over are shared. So all the gods exist at the same time. So I was thinking some, like, basically describing how that works logistically would be a nice little idea. Um, And... If Strig has any ideas, we will do those as well because it's a partnership that we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, is there anything you want to talk about, Strig? Just real quick before you wrap everything
1: up. Uh, no. I think I think we're pretty good off.
0: Okay. Uh, so thank you everyone who's here. Um, thank you a lot. <sighs> Fuck. This will be the end of episode one of Lore Top Table Dump. <sighs> Yes, the Strigiti and the lighters. So yeah, we just covered some interactions. If you skip to the end, which I feel like someone's going to do at one point, if you skip to the end, just to hear the juicy stuff, we basically discussed interactions and we kind of covered dietary details, some lore. I think we did pretty good.
1: Yeah, for a, just for a amount of inf- information covered.
0: Okay. um So everyone who's still here, thank you for existing. Um, I'm Z. This is my lovely co-host, Strig. I'll see you later. Guys, gals, and everyone who does not give a single shit. Goodbye. We'll see you next time, viewers. Hi, guys. Z here. Um, I just wanted to say that this episode was made possible by Anchor. We have no friends there, or I would say our lovely friends. Um, Anchor is a nice, free-to-use uh, podcast service. It goes through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and basically anywhere you can think that has podcasts, Anchor probably runs through it. So that's what we're using to record, edit, and just do all of our videos. Uh, It allows you to host all sorts of stuff. It's just a nice nice little thing. uh, If you want to have a game night, if you want to have a talk show, if you want to just tell stories like we're doing here, you can go to Anchor. uh, It's anchor.fm fm if you are using a web browser or you can download the mobile app which works really well if you're down if you're just working off mobile off one phone and not having to record through a different bot download and stuff like that so yeah thank you anchor for making all of this possible um because otherwise i would not know what i'm doing Uh, thankfully anchor does provide editing services as well so if i really need to go through and edit the sounds i can uh through anchor again thank you anchor and thank you every viewer who listened all the way to this point
1: i'll see you in the next one